Welcome to Talking Facts, and thank you for tuning in to Cancer Conversations on Talking Facts, a podcast collaboration between the University of Kentucky Markey Cancer Center and the UK College of Agriculture, Food and Environment's Cooperative Extension Service. We will share with you the latest developments in cancer prevention, diagnosis, treatment, and research from the experts at Markey Cancer Center, Kentucky's only National Cancer Institute designated cancer center. Talking Facts is hosted by the UK Family and Consumer Sciences Extension Program. Our educators share research knowledge with individuals, families, and communities to improve quality of life. Hello, and welcome to Cancer Conversations on Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Dr. Howe, Professor of Medicine and Cancer Biology in the UK Markey Cancer Center. Welcome, Dr. Howe. Thank you, Dr. Hunter. So today's topic is one that I think folks sometimes have just will find of interest and intrigue, but we're going to talk about cancer clinical trials and how they benefit patients as well as how they benefit society in general. I think that that's something that folks like to understand more just because we hear about clinical trials from a research base or from a scientific base, but today we're really going to talk about how clinical trials work and as well as the benefits of them. So let's start with the question of what is a cancer clinical trial? Great. Cancer clinical trial is a research studies participated by human volunteers diagnosed with cancer. Clinical trials often designed as different phases, for example, phase one through three. Different trial phases usually have different objectives. They are designed to learn more about effects of intervention with a drug, a drug combination on cancer patients or on cancer. For example, a phase one clinical trial often studies whether a drug or drug combination or device is safe to give to human. A phase three trials often studies whether a drug or drug combination is more effective compared to a current standard of care in various stages of cancer. These days, early phase clinical trials involving molecular targeted drugs can hint efficacy very clearly early. The decision to launch a clinical trial is usually based on previous evidence or hints obtained from laboratories or from animal studies. Later phase clinical trials are documented or conducted when early phase clinical trials show our intervention was safe and may be effective in humans. Clinical trials are conducted by a study team consisting of an investigator, coordinator, among other staff members. The doctor in charge of the study is called a principal investigator. The study is conducted strictly following a study protocol written beforehand. No deviation is allowed to ensure a reliable conclusion. This is a simple question, and maybe the answer is obvious, but why are clinical trials necessary? Right. Clinical trial tests the hypothesis put forward by a researcher. For example, they say, Alcimertinib or Tegreso by brand name can control a T790M bearing non-small cell lung cancer. The results are used to approve or disapprove the hypothesis 
based on carefully designed and executed clinical studies. When trials turn out to be positive, that means the hypothesis is proven and that it will work in the real world beyond reasonable doubts since the evidence showed in the trial is unlikely obtained by chance. In the medical field, we practice evidence-based medicine. So clinical trials are designed to produce the evidence showing intervention works. All standard of care today is derived from yesterday's positive clinical trial results. Therefore, clinical trials are necessary to improve today's care and discover more effective treatments or interventions and perfect them for tomorrow's patient care. So as you talk about the idea that today's clinical trials are making tomorrow's patient care better, how specifically do patients and society benefit from participating with clinical trials? That's a good question. I think uh, participants can think from the following perspectives. If a clinical trial is for you, and then if you believe one of the following, uh, for example, trial participation allows you to play an active role in your own healthcare, and you choose the way you are treated. Two, you may want to gain access to new research treatment before they're widely available. Clinical trial may be the only way you will be able to access. Thirdly, clinical trial participation increases the options for treatment when standard care therapy has failed. Also, most clinical trials are conducted in tertiary care referral centers. So one can obtain expert medical opinion or care or the best supportive care at the leading health care facility during the trial when they are monitored by the study team closely. Alternatively, enrollment in the clinical trial may help others by contributing to the advancement of medical knowledge. Remember again, today's standard of care was yesterday's clinical trial. I, I really like that thought. And you know, as I'm thinking about clinical trials, and if as a patient, I've been approached with an opportunity to participate in a clinical trial, um, will that cost me? Does that, does, or and it may not be in all instances, but typically would the patient have to pay additional for that care? Great question. You don't need to pay more than you should for standard of care since the standard of care is paid by insurance and research cost is covered by the study sponsor. So now let me ask the question the opposite way. Will I be paid to participate in the clinical trial? Normally, clinical trials do not pay participants. Occasionally, however, there is incentives from the study, but IRB will have to approve this. A few minutes ago, you mentioned about one of the benefits of clinical trials is allowing a patient to gain access to new research treatments that may not be otherwise available, or maybe they've exhausted other types of treatments or therapies, and this, this is an additional opportunity for them. How does a patient become eligible for a clinical trial? Participants are screened against uh, the inclusion and the exclusion criteria listed in the protocol. 
one must meet all the inclusion criteria and not excluded by any of the exclusion criteria in the protocol. So what happens if someone signs up for a protocol and they decide that they would like to withdraw? Is that something that they can do from a clinical trial? Absolutely. Participating can withdraw anytime. No reason needed. So we've talked about the upsides and the benefits of participating in a clinical trial, but is there a downside? Yes, you can think that way. Um, There is no guarantee, 100% guarantee, the drug being tested will work. But to be fair, even the standard of care, there is no 100% guarantee. And besides that, trial participation usually needs more efforts from the participant compared to when they receive the standard of care. Dr. Howe, thank you so much for joining us today. For our listeners that may be interested in just additional information regarding cancer, as well as additional information regarding clinical trials, you've provided several links that we will add to our show notes if someone is interested in following up in additional detail. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much, Dr. Hunter, for giving me this opportunity. Wonderful. Thank you for listening to Cancer Conversations on Talking Facts. Our goal is to connect you with the latest advances in cancer research in the Commonwealth. If you enjoyed today's podcast and have a suggestion for a future show topic, please message us on the UK Markey Cancer Center Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash UK Markey or visit our website at markey.uky.edu for more information. You can find University of Kentucky Family and Consumer Sciences Extension programs at your local Extension office or online at fcs.uky.edu. Building strong families, building Kentucky. It starts with us.